What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to yet another episode of Driving with Annoying Question Boy. Uh, to those of you who are bold enough to ask the question, did uh, did he just completely do that thing where he doesn't plan and set aside a proper amount of time to research and uh, script and uh, set aside time to record? Uh, so he's just recording in his car because he has a thought and he wants to express it outwardly. Uh, you would be correct, but why would you say that it's, you know, you're not gaining anything. You're just trying to hurt my feelings. Um, so yeah, today we are going to do a quick episode talking about, um, social divisions within society and how they are propped up and how they are used as tools of division. But of course, first, we gotta roll that intro music, so let's go ahead and do that. So of course there are multiple different ways to divide a society into different sects, uh, that's S-E-C-T-S, um, and different subcategories in order to separate the idea of class into multiple different, um, categories. So when you think about, um, what defines a person, what characteristics, uh, organize someone into a certain group, You usually think about things such as race, religion, sexual orientation, level of education, uh, ethnicity, uh, general location, socioeconomic background, and things of that nature. Um, But one of the most important realizations that a society needs to come to before a true... um, I guess you'd say coming of age revolution, uh, would be the understanding that these characteristics are, um, social constructs. Um, they are put in place intentionally to cause divide and separation within a class and a society and are only really beneficial to the ruling class and only really perpetuate, uh, continuous exploitation of the working class. Um, Now, I'd like to start this off by saying um, this does not mean that these social constructs do not actually also exist in society, and this does not mean that people are not treated differently depending on which... um, of these subcategories that they associate themselves with. Um, Of course, because these social constructs exist in society and because they have for a long time, a good portion of society is built on discrimination and exploitation based on these very subcategories. um, And therefore, they are quote-unquote real. But what I am saying is that although they are real and are used as tools of division, they actually inherently do not exist um, until we create them within a society. Um, 
So, for example, is someone being black uh, a a member of the you know black quote unquote race? Um, is someone of that characteristic uh, unfairly and unjustly discriminated against and treated poorly within an American society? Yes, but race itself was created by that very society in order to use it as a tool of division, of discrimination, and of poor treatment. So someone being black does not actually make them a member of a different race because race itself is a social construct. And I'm sure there's a person or two that might listen to this that might take offense to that statement because it sounds as if I am trying to revoke your membership to a certain, uh, you know, subcategory. Um, but I'm not. I'm not saying that you don't get to be proud to be, you know, black, um, Latinx, uh, what have you. Um, what I'm saying is your membership to that subculture is not or should not be the basis for which you are discriminated against because that subculture was created solely for the purpose of discrimination. So now that I've kind of... uh, Debunked what I feel like would be a, a an argument against me on the the basis of offense. Um, let let's get into it. So of course you have the the big five uh, divisive characteristics. You have socioeconomic background. You have race. You have religion. You have sexual orientation. And one that has kind of popped up and. Uh, um, mainstream American culture has been, uh, I guess you could say, like, uh, PC versus non-PC. Um, all of these things, of course, like I said, are social constructs. There is no such thing as race outside of the human race. Uh, religion in and of itself is not a, uh, a division you can believe and have any belief system that you would like and that does not disseminate you from your class. Your socioeconomic background is simply just a measure of the environment of which you are born into um, economically, socially, and um, location-wise. Um, sexual orientation is just who you are physically attracted to, um, or not physically attracted to, um, and that does not have a built-in separation tool that does not make you not a member of the overwhelming, uh, group, which is the proletariat, the exploited working class, um, You can be uh, black, brown, gay, straight, trans, binary, um, you know, uh, Jewish, Muslim, Christian, 
and still be a member of the working class. None of these things revoke your membership to the working class. But that is precisely what they were created to do. So, of course, in a political or government system where uh, you have oppressor versus oppressees, you can't be a member of the oppressor class um, without realizing first that you are outnumbered. Um, You have what many refer to as the 1% in this country who are actually just that. They are 1% of the population. And yet that very 1% of the population controls the same amount of wealth as the remaining 99% combined. And also has more, if not all, of the governmental and political power within this country um, over the oppressed class. Um, So if you are a member of the oppressing, the oppressor class, and you come to the realization that you are vastly outnumbered, then you have to double down, in a sense, and figure out a way in which you can still be a member of the oppressor class, be severely outnumbered, and still be able to remain in power. So what you have to do is simple. You have to create a mentality within the class that is being oppressed that they are at odds with other members of that very same class. For example, you create this mentality that uh, American ideals are shifting away from Christianity and that creates a mentality within the Christian um, uh, subculture that there is a war on Christianity in this country. You put in place a police system that uh, unjustly and unequally discriminates against uh, members of the quote-unquote minority groups in this country, uh, goes after people of color, uh, immigrants, people of non-Christian religions and things of that nature, um, disproportionately which creates this separation in the working class of races against one another. Um, You have the LGBTQ plus movements, which create a anti-straight thought process um, when manipulated by certain media outlets and cause um, straight people, usually religious straight people, to believe that the LGBTQ plus is out to take away your right to be straight and make everyone gay. Um, and then you also have, which this one I'm not even going to talk about that much because it's fucking stupid, but you have PC versus non-PC culture. You have people in this country who say offensive shit um, that should not be said simply to piss people off or quote-unquote trigger people because this country has gotten, again, quote-unquote, too PC. But last time I checked, politically correct, boiled down to what it really means, is just simply critiquing and correcting people who speak incorrectly or say things that should not be said. I mean, 
There's people who feel that white people should be allowed to say the N-word because, well, quote-unquote, they say it in rap songs. Yeah. So who the fuck cares? What what does that matter? You know what I mean? And then it's a, a it, it's a PC thing. It's, oh, people are too politically correct. It's just a word. Um, they remove themselves from the outstanding meaning behind the word and its history and its use throughout that history and just simply say, well, it's just a word. Why is it that I can't say it? So you have all these separation tools built directly into the very society that they are separating and therefore you create this mentality that these things are actually tangible they're actually real because they are perpetuated in the very society that we live in in order to create that very mentality um but i implore you and anyone who is listening to this podcast to recognize that above all we are a member of the working class um people and what that means is you and I have to go to work to survive we have to work as long as they tell us to as hard as they tell us to in order to get a meal on our plate on our table at night and possibly able to afford health care maybe uh and to continue to see another day whether you're um, a member of a certain race, religion, uh, sexual orientation, um, what have you, that in and of itself can be a symbol of pride because of the discrimination that you most likely face due to being a member of that subculture, but it should not be your defining characteristic. Your defining characteristic should be one of solidarity to your fellow working class citizens um, so that you can amass an actual movement of like-minded, educated individuals who understand that above all, we live in a capitalist society that is built on class struggle and continues to exploit the working class and inflate the bourgeoisie. And until we as a society can come to a uh, version of intersectionality um, wherein we recognize these things to be true, we can never actually have a true revolution in this country because we will always bounce back onto these divisive tools and they will continue to divide us and take away any and all chances at us gaining any power within this society or um, solidarity with one another. I know that this was a pretty quick episode and I covered some pretty big topics very quickly. Um, I probably will do follow-up episodes where I dive into uh, the specific subcultures and talk about how they are used as divisive tools. But um, the, the main point should be simply that we recognize um, that things such as race, religion, socioeconomic background, geolocation, things of that nature are only used as a way to divide us from the understanding that whether I am a white, cis, 
uh, bisexual man from central New York or a black non-binary asexual individual from uh, Ethiopia, um, if I have to go to work every single day in order to afford to see another day, then I have more in common with that person than I would have with a number, another member of the white cis bisexual man um, in central New York who is a millionaire. Um, because above everything else, the necessity to labor to survive is far more prevalent and um, connecting than any of these other what I call single-layer characteristics could be. Um, If you're still listening, thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Um, If you'd like to hear other episodes, go ahead and find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and Anchor. Um, If you would like to make some suggestions, go ahead and comment on this or um, find my actual podcast on any of those uh, streaming platforms and leave a review. Um, You can also find me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Annoying Question Boy. Um, You can also find my blog, uh, Annoying Question Boy, on blogger.com. And hopefully soon, if I can record a video that I actually don't hate, I hopefully will be starting a YouTube channel soon. Um, Thank you to all of you who continue to listen. I hope everybody has a wonderful day. I hope you're staying safe. And remember, fuck white America. Have a great day.